Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to yet another episode of Organized Chaos Podcast. It's your girl, Nicole. Yo, Mama Sita Emiliana. Hello. No, I haven't gotten the results yet. Don't ask me. <laughs> I never sent them. I think my saliva would have expired by now. Wait, so you did the swab, I just never yeah. sent it. Yeah, that's it's a bit shit from Is that end. because deep down you know the truth? No, I know I'm Spanish. Yeah, deep down. Like, I don't need... Like, mm. this is for you guys. For me, oh, I know my truth. You know what? Live in your truth. Sis. Yeah. Live in your I truth. I actually want to go to the US. Nobody can take that away from me. US. Why? Just, like, I want to be busy girl in New York. Like, not to live, just to visit. Like, quick in and out. Before the gunshots start, which that's is every you, day. That's how you get caught up, man. It's that one day that you traveled. Now you become a statistic. Like, if it's my time, it's my time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like why test god <laughs> but actually i you know how god said your something was written in my womb before you were born or something of that sort in the womb not in god's womb in the womb uh-huh. yeah like mm. your destiny yeah mm. so from when i was born like god knows what's gonna happen to me so like god knows that i will have you know i question that i question god i question that theory because it says that, but then it also says God has given us human beings the freedom of choice. Yeah. And that's what separates us from the animals and everyone else. Yeah. So if you've given me the freedom of choice. Why are you deciding for me before, before I even Before I'm what, even born. Yes. Do, does he really, because now it's contradicting statements. Does yeah. he actually know my path? Yeah. Or does he have a set path for me that I'm supposed to follow if I'm a Christian and listen to God? Because if that's the case, then God give it to be in the Illuminati and to be doing yeah actually good point satanism and everything very else good like point yeah very good point if you follow me then this is the path that i have for you very good point i honestly think the bible contradicts itself a lot if mm-hmm. not all the time like old testament people don't come at me like i've read the bible i've got a in Siri, mm-hmm. we know a Bible verse. Yeah, we know a Bible verse. Like, if it's Bible verses, I guarantee the parables are not. We all know of those. more than you. So should we combine with me? But if we combine it, we're smoking it. So don't come at us. I used to be a CU leader. So like we're fine. We're fine. It's a worship, it's a worship leader. So we didn't call you, but we're so we're good. But I just feel like the Bible contradicts itself so much. Like that is one thing. At the end of the day, the Bible is written by a man. Exactly. So and men are li- liars. Don't we know that? <laughs> <laughs> but not to make this a male-hated podcast. I bet you, if there was a single verse in the Bible written by a, or is there a person Bible written by? Oh, a I guess like Bible chapter books, like Ruth. She's not written it in her voice though. King David wrote his own verses. It's written all about her. Of course, you know men, yeah. It always, it always goes back. <laughs> the real issue, I'm sorry, like the real issue, like if you look at this, uh, is it sub- objectively, subjective, whatever, the real issue is the yeah. guy with the penis. Yes. Like, always the, the one with the penis. Yes. Because why? Why are you speaking in someone else's voice? 
in such an important way. Why are you telling her story? Let her write Let her own her story. Write her own fucking I want to hear Ruth's story from her own whatever. Honestly. Oh, Jobs doing the whatever. I'm like, she was seen in the she, mm. Honestly. Tell us. Ruth, come on. Come on, tell us. Man. Tell us what he said to you yeah, in that garden that exactly. made you want to be his wife. Tell <laughs> Even the people who betrayed Jesus. Who Ooh, were they? <laughs> Men. Me, personally, I think the only thing women did was eat the fruit. But, but even that. The snake was a man. Not even that. That's the, that's the version of events of being told by a man. You know what? Yes. You know what? <laughs> Yourself. I guarantee you. I, because that is what really and truly changed humanity. And then they start blaming, you know, the Samson and Delilah story. Yes. Fear Jezebel and what, what. All of a sudden, we were always the villains. Mary Magdalene is painted as villain until Jesus actually chooses her. Like, oh, come on now. The prostitutes? The prostitutes? Like, mm. <laughs> We were all, but in reality, <laughs> and it was written by a man. First of all, men are like, we're not a male bashing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said that we were. We are not a male bashing podcast. Apparently we're promoting, what's the male version of misogyny? Plagiarism. Oh, not The plagiarism. What are we promoting? Like womanhood? No, the male version of misogyny is when men hate women. The male version of it where women hate men. We don't hate men though. Are we for them? Absolutely not. <laughs> we don't hate them. We just want support. We just want. We're not for like. We don't want to see you perish. But I'm certainly not on the streets fighting for your rights. Because like going back to the Bible thing, going back to the God thing, and I was okay. I was thinking about this, and like I'm very serious. It's even on one of. It's even on my iPad. I was thinking about. I actually saw a tweet. Let me even read it a tweet saying you can tell when god is trying to get your attention it's like everything in your life stops adding up money gets low relationships start to fail kids acting out he'll turn your whole world upside down and give you the most beautiful outcome you just gotta make the necessary changes and do the work and i was like and you know how many times i've heard that oh my god growing up in sunday school that is all i used to hear even when i went to like i remember there's a time like, we were having, my parents were just fighting all the time. I mm. love them to death. And I went to a pastor and I was like, home is terrible at the moment. And they're like, this is God trying to get to you so that you can follow his path. And I'm like, that to me feels like the ego play that men always have. It gives manipulative, doesn't it? Catching you <laughs> to be at my lowest moment. Why is I at my lowest moments? You're not telling me to. Mm. You're now coming in a savior. Mm. Like it's, it's so, and I'm thinking, is that really how? Because at this point, I, don't I think, actually need God needs to come and defend himself. I don't think that's how God works. But to then, be honest, I don't ascribe the whole narrative of you know at your lowest. God will test you and run. I don't. Job was tested though. Again, written by a man. <laughs> oh, who's the person who took the sun to the hill hills um to get cut off? Uh, is, it, um, is Isaac? Isaac Abraham. 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 Isaac was the son. Yeah, Isaac was the son. And I'm like, you want me to kill my own child? Like, I don't understand. Like, to me, the whole and I was thinking, is the 
I am giving narcissist. <laughs> it's given a lot of traits that we see in men, like narcissism. And to me, I was thinking, because I was thinking two things, and like, don't get me wrong, I'm a Christian and I love God. I know we do not just call God a narcissist. No, I said it's given. <laughs> you know what? It's how it's portrayed in the Bible. Yeah. The portrayal uh, of and God. Even personally, I'd say day-to-day activities sometimes. But and that's what you're told is God. And that's what I'm like. Okay, so that and that leads to my question. I was thinking, have we? And again, I repeat, I am a Christian, raised in a Christian home, goes to church, ledger, like I love God. I am a Christian. However, have we? Have we created God to be a quote-unquote? Is it savior? Would you use the word savior? Like, like a, a safe, a safe, a safe, a safe landing. Yes. So when something, when the world is fucked, you're like, oh, this is God tempting me or testing me. No, son. The world but that's, is just that's the core of humanity, I guess, and that's where religion and faith and everything really comes into play. Because as human beings, when we get to those lowest moments, you want an the only thing that keeps you optimistic is that there is a superpower mm. way above you that has a greater plan than what you're seeing a, seeing in front of you. Yeah. And if you just held out for a little bit longer, gonna you're going to be rewarded. He it's going to get you down. He won't let you down. I don't ascribe to that. I, Nicole, I promise <laughs> you today, I sit here and promise you actually don't. I do not ascribe. Then if... Then what do we ascribe to? Who what does what who then is God to us? Because I've always believed, again, I say all of this, I am a Christian. You probably you won't see me in church, but you'll see me in heaven. I have always believed, because the Bible talks a lot about faith. Mm. And my faith has always, and what has I guess held my Christian, because a lot of the times I'm like, because God also says he loves us like children, even for penny. I want to take any pain from her, the moment mm. I see. So mm. as God, my father, especially if I had the power to, I can't imagine to see all your children. So I've always ascribed to, like, what's held my faith and religion is a faith that, and the belief that at the end of the day, God's got me. Um, I was about to say, I feel God the most in my life when <clears throat> I'm in moments where, I get rewarded even when I don't deserve it. Exactly. Like, you know, it's that moment where it's just, I am not deserving not of all wor- these blessings. Yeah. I'm not worthy. Worthy is not the right word. But, but like, yes, I'm not deserving of all this, but it's coming my way regardless. Yeah. And that's my God working for me. Yeah. Because, and so, in so, so then what I've been, because I don't want to say, actually, I am. So, in my life, the last couple of months, whatever, I have had moments where I feel like God has intentionally failed me mm. more than when he's showed up for me. Mm. And really and truly, I'm at a point where, again, I repeat, I'm a Christian and I love God. But I'm at a point where I'm like, I really don't know My belief is hanging on by a thread thinner than a cobweb. Mm. Thinner than a cobweb. Because I'm just like... What's going to bring you back? I don't... Like, things going well, right? Mm. Because in my head, I'm thinking... You know when you... 
It's like if you if you trust me for it. Oh, I'm human, so it's not gonna make. So actually, I'll give the scenario. So I was going through this process trying to decide whether or not to go ahead with something, but in because I've done it before. This time I was like, God, I actually give this. Let me turn this on. I can't bother. I give this to you, like tried to do it my way previously mm. but i fully and really and truly give this to you every step of the way i'll continuously look at you for assurance i'll continuously okay. look at you as checkpoints mm. hey is this to-? and if it's not <coughs> i promise you i will let it go simply mm. because i know that it is not your will and i know and i literally but only prayer was let it not be a failure mm. because i think i've had enough failures like, I've had wins, but I've had enough failures in my life. I was like, that's all I ask. And every step of the way, you're like, okay, I'm going to... Everything seems... You know when things just fall into place? And in those moments, you're like, this is actually a superpower. Right? This is, yeah, this is above like, me. This is this above, is above me. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, really and truly, I had ab- no part in this. All I had to do was just be present and and all just fell into exactly place. exactly mm. and to me and maybe i've got my christianity all wrong but to me that feels like god speaking to you because how else that's exactly what i was saying in moments where it's just like your stars are aligning in a different way that is just it surpasses any kind of human understanding yeah it <coughs> everything surpasses any just, logic it surpasses any logic because opportunities just fall into your exactly. lap. Doors open where you don't and expect like, them. Oh. Even when there was like no hope somewhere, something just suddenly pops arises, up pops up randomly. Ex- right place, right time, consistently. And you're like, this is God's work. Like, this is... Because, <laughs> especially after you've prayed mm. for that completely... I didn't pray for success. I didn't pray for... All I prayed for, even more than it's sort of failure, all I prayed for was direction that's all i prayed mm. for now dad prays like every step of the way even when things felt i was like if it's not meant to be that's okay but still it fell into place so in my head i'm thinking no this is god's work like this is him leading me to mm. this and then in the end it turns out to be a complete failure and it's not like a small failure. It's not like a cheap failure. It's an expensive failure. It's like a failure that you need to recover from. Mm. And I'm like, re- I'll be honest, really and truly, when I realized it was a failure, I literally said, you fucking bastard. <laughs> I was angry doesn't describe, I still am. Mm. I was like, never again absolutely because you know me like i will move the pieces like Mm. i don't let things just happen i will move the pieces to get the results i want in Mm. every almost every situation especially like if it's not with people if it's something i've got control over i will move every single piece you can think of but this time i was just like god it's up to you yeah i'll do the work let go and let god exactly (laughs) guide me i will do the work but guide me and i'm just like so in this when I'm down, is that when you're going to speak to me? Because I promise you I'm not hearing you. I promise you. I promise Words you. Are not you're actually hear not hear, I'm not hearing you. And you're also not going to hear me either. Mm. So I'm just like, well, I don't know what my belief is. Because also people who don't believe seem to be a lot more successful sometimes. I'll be honest. Some of the poorest people are Christians. Mm. and sometimes i feel especially where we come from i think we've had this conversation yeah exactly. we've had this conversation consistently for us christianity and faith were things that we used to hold us down 
mm-hmm. and keep us down. Mm-hmm. A father has a, fa- a home of five children. A mother has five children at home. She goes to work, earns her small money in the markets, doing whatever, selling her fish, doing whatever. Instead of going home to feed her kids, she takes her money to the church in the yeah. name of God. Tithe. Tithe. Then there's we must bless our pastors. Then there's offering. The we must build the church. You leave a shanty in a Mabati house. Your kids, you answer, are, your kids are struggling. Everyone They're not struggling. wearing any clothes. Your pastor is wearing Gucci. Is exactly. Going on international trips. Going on international trips. But he's doing God's work. He's doing God's work. Yeah. I had a moment of thinking back. I just, I was playing through, you know when you play music and then music brings back different memories. Yeah. So I, I was, I know, so I was going through my playlists from like 2000 and this would have been like 2014, 2013. I think that was my strongest year of, years of Christianity. Yeah. Like there was in no time, in Border Town. Yeah. There was no time in my life that I felt, not really felt, but I was so immersed in religion and prayer and belief and everything and that period of my life all my music a lot of my music and it's a lot of secular music it was all god music and everything wow guys um wow. i traveled to melbourne not for enjoyment but to go for conferences like church conferences we all want to see that nicole back even just for a month <laughs> no you don't <laughs> let me do a month of april <laughs> she's still in there somewhere but I remember looking back and I remember there was a moment I uh, would go to Planet Shakers conference. This was 2014, yeah. 2015. Is that like a Hillsong equivalent? Yes, it's yeah. Hillsong equivalent. So Planet Shakers, I had the full band, whatever. And they obviously had preachers from the US come in. Um, shit, what's this man's name? This guy, he just came out. He just had, I don't know if you follow him, but he would have, there's Crefford Dollar, black, yeah. multi millionaire mm. preacher super church mega church private jet mm. bodyguard type of man mega preacher um there was another one what's his name big guy ray somebody mm. he just he's ended up in the news of some scandals with his yeah. wife cheating on his wife or whatever recently but at the time and it was like i was then as a preacher like this great man of god are preaching to me yeah. and I'm, this is so amazing this is so great right um i was young i was only like 15 I remember Creflo Dollar, his name is even Dollar, yeah. came on stage. That, that's his stage that's name? That's his actual name. That's, oh, his, his, that's his actual name. Yeah. Creflo, I don't know if he changed it or whatever, but I know yeah. Creflo Dollar as Creflo Dollar. Okay. Mega, massive man of God, right? Massive following, and everything. Rich. Stupid rich. Black, did yes. you say? Yeah. Yes. So rich that he had a bodyguard standing next to him on the podium. Really? Yes. On the podium? On the podium. Okay. Yes. Um... After they would start speaking, and there was a way this man would preach that would just incentivize you to give. Mm. And I dipped it as I was listening to this music, and I was like, in that moment, and I remember I came, I came back home and told my mother, I didn't have a lot of pocket money then. Mm. I wasn't giving, like, I'd gone on a trip with my church friends, like, we were living... We're living at like, yeah, yeah, you know, like a youth, whatever. Yeah, like, it was have, just, yeah, I don't have, have massive, spend. I don't have massive spending money. Tell me why me at my 15-year-old self, in 2014, this was big money back yeah. then, pulled out $100 to give an offering because I felt led by Crawford Dollar. And I'm like, I was one of about 50,000 people in that place. Yeah, and you can imagine what the older people are given. Yes. People who are even more desperate who for God's Who are even God's more desperate hand. for God's hand. And I thought, this is how he makes his money. Yeah. This is how this man 
He has figured out a way to bring in capitalism and God in the same WhatsApp group yeah. to work in his favor. No question is a strong man of God. But he has fucking also figured a way to manipulate the a world. A very good salesperson. F- a very good fucking salesperson. And to the vulnerable. Because I feel like Christianity... I don't... Like, especially going to church. Like, I've been in that... Where we're like... Give and you shall receive. Mm. I don't know if that works. Like, I, I honestly... Honestly, at this point, I don't know what works. I don't and know that, how God works. And that actually. was the messaging: give and you shall receive back in tenfold. You feel exactly. inclined to give because I'm like shaking oh, over, shaking yeah, over, yeah, yeah. filled up, overflowing. Yes, of course, I want that. But mm. yeah, I really don't know what. But like, don't thunderstorm me, God. But like, and I feel like everyone goes through this journey. But me, right now, I'm very much in the middle of that journey. Where I'm like, I don't know what my beliefs. I don't know where I stand. Not religion, with God. With God. And I think it's one of those things. I think Christianity has become a little bit too mainstream in a way that there's a certain way that it's supposed to be done. I think your relationship with God should be personal just to you. And it's different for everybody. Yeah. But even that personal relationship, like, it still lets you down. It still does. And you go through your own journeys with God. And then you go through your highs, you go through your lows. But let that be your story with God. Like, it's just... Because a lot of the, and I was thinking about this and I was like, life, there's fate and like there's, there's how things will happen mm. regardless. Whether it's God, I don't know. But there's how things will happen. You know how things people say, like if it's meant to be, it will be. Will there's be. that. Yeah. So I think a lot through life, and I'm thinking, maybe, like again, I believe in God and but maybe if you take that out, it's just life happening. Somewhere somebody said so beautifully and I didn't listen to worship the same way. You know when we worship and we say the spirit is moving among us and everybody's feeling it and whatever. And raising hands and really getting into it. People are crying and surrendering, right? What if a lot of the moments a lot of people are saying it's the spirit moving is just the feeling of really good music? coming to you because you've heard good music music has made you oh. cry that's not worship that's yeah it. even second if music. you can just connect to the lyrics and you yeah. connect and then there's a there's an energy that comes around you love the music yeah. regardless so is it the spirit moving in the place or is 100%. it just is it the spirit resonance of the holy spirit or is it just really good music that we're really all getting into yeah 100 percent. and even to add to that someone also once said to me is it uh, I can't remember the exact word, but it's very similar to is it the spirit moving or is it just a chance to release and yes. feel like there's that safe landing that there's someone you can give this burden to too. even for an hour. But the reality is life is going to happen the way. Because as soon as you walk out of that church, life is going to keep carrying on. Sometimes even worse, man. <laughs> you've given up your $100. You now, you now have to sacrifice a lot of them like, fuck, maybe. But then you think God's going to give it back and then he doesn't. And like, and if the money comes back, it may just be life going as it goes. I know Christians are going to come for me. But that's my truth at the moment. And maybe it's up to this huge disappointment. Even then, like I've always, and I think I've told you this, I've, one of my biggest things that have ever made me doubt God, Christian, and religion is kids with cancer. Mm. And I've always said, I 
don't understand that. I how don't do we un- get there? I don't understand how we can... Because like, I keep going back to God says we are his children. And he says, don't worry, because the way I provide for birds in the sky is the same way I'll provide for you. Hmm. I don't even ate the apple and shit. It's, well, actually... As we've been told, probably Adam Man and his boys <laughs> who ate all this. And then Adam came and wrote it was Eve. <laughs> anyway, but what was so bad about that? That now kids who are so undeserving of pain really and truly go through if some of the worst Even pain. in the purest, purest Even forms? in the purest of forms. Because like kids that are 36 weeks old. Literally. What? How bad? How bad was that apple? <laughs> how bad? That's what I'm saying. Like, to me, it seems more... Lo- and maybe this is my logical brain thinking of just... Life is happening. Life is really happening. Bad luck. Good luck. Bad luck. Good luck. Triple bad luck to you. Triple good luck to you. Work hard, you might not get paid. Mm. But work hard, you might. And some people have better luck than you. That to me seems more because when I start putting God into it, I have way too many. I have a lot more questions. I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> really and truly, that's my message to God. A lot of how how could you? Anyway, mm. fam, I'm still Christian and I still love God. No question about it. <laughs> yeah, don't be coming up at me, Tom Bout. Anyway, how have you been? <laughs> what a way to start. What a way to start. We love God. Do you love God? First of all, do you want to say no, that? No, I love God. I love God. And I think every day I say we thank God. Um, you mainly say that more. Yes, yes. That's every day I say we thank yeah. God. God thank God for life. Thank God for breath. Thank God for a new day. Thank God that I'm here and not dead. Thank God that I can live another day to pursue the dreams. To hustle. To hustle. Really and truly, and pursue the dreams that he has supposedly put in my heart. So here we are. Here we are. Mm-hmm. How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. I'm drained. I think yeah. is where like I'm mentally, physically, everything, everything, really and truly. No, I think I've just been running. Yeah, quite a bit, and it doesn't seem to be ending. Yeah, there's not a lot of a pause. I had a nice break. For a couple of days when Rads was here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Then a friend of mine from Perth came down. I took some time off work to just... A week? Be. Six days? Five days? Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday to Wednesday. Uh, no, no, no. Friday to Wednesday. And it was good. It was needed. But as soon as it ended, I was back into it. And it almost feels... It feels like such a lifetime ago. Yeah. Oh, really, it, it was just last ago. week. But it feels it like such a, it week. was just last week. Fam? It feels like it was a lifetime ago. A lifetime ago. I feel like I've done so much since then. Yeah. So much has happened to me and like it's just everything's just going, going, going. And it's just everything that I guess I'm chasing too. So it's all it feels self inflicted. So I can't even be mad. Well you can. <laughs> Getting mad at somebody, right? Yeah, <laughs> like I'm mad at God for putting it. Why did you put it in my heart? All these desires, all these hobbies. I'm just like, wow. You know what? (sighs) We'll get there eventually. How are you? I um, (laughs) I still love God. Um, I'm good. I guess you could say that. Like, what does good mean? (laughs) 
being honest, I'm questioning absolutely everything. Like, what does good mean? Okay. Am I healthy? Actually, that's what I'm going to place. <laughs> like, that's where you want to start? Yeah. Am I... Do I have a roof over my head? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I have water? Do I have food? Yeah. Bare, basic barely, sis. <laughs> barely. Even yeah. the roof over my head, the food, you know, it. We're all just, we're hanging on. Actually, all these things. Everything feels like I'm just holding on to it. Like, it just feels that like one wrong move and it's all going to slip away. Oh. And it feels like I'm treading on the wrong move. <laughs> You know, it's like a little wind. The fingers are getting slippery. A little wind. <laughs> and I'm on the wrong move. Like, I'm not on the right move. And you know what I was thinking the other day? I was thinking, and I've said this before and you laughed at me. But I was thinking, I need someone to guide me through life. And not a higher power. I actually need someone I can call who's gone through all of this before. And who can be like, this is what you do. Because holy fuck, what the fuck? I was literally thinking about this as I was sitting here and I was like, what the fuck? Because every single thing, think of it, it's happening. Literally, think of it, it is happening. Like, it's just, you know, like a dartboard? Mm. It's just things getting thrown at And I'm, I don't want to say this, I'll edit this out. But really and truly, that comma is very much necessary. No, don't edit it out, sis. I no, feel you. There's people who have commas who wouldn't want to. People be like, oh, and they get, what a privileged what? place to be. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but fuck All our wishes are privileged, man. We can only wish. Okay? Yeah. Some of us are just, I need, no, I don't want to reset button. I don't, don't want to start reset. all over again. Nah. I just what? need an apostrophe. Just a quick, choo, just to, I just need a break. I need a break a, is, and like an actual break where... Mm. People Everything also stops. Give me yes. a break. Do you know? Because I can have a break, then I come back to the same shit. Like I can decide not to look at my emails for three days, but I'll still come, come back. And it's worse. Worse. You don't have phone calls. You don't have letters. You don't have all these things. And I'm just like, fuck. So it's not really. I need a break where everything else stops. And then you come back and pick up where you left. Exactly. Rejuvenated. Because new. Yeah. Because mm. the issues will still be there. You're right. But they wouldn't be exaggerated. Definitely wouldn't have gone down. If you come in a coma, surely some people, some of them may forgive me. They'll be like, you know what, you've been in the coma. Sure, we'll let this go. But we'll let your fines go. But then I'm just like, I need, if I'm not going to get the coma, which I guess I'm thankful that I don't have one, then I need, I don't want, I don't want a life coach. I don't want anyone I'm paying. Like I really and truly need, I don't, want, I don't need to be my parents either. But I really and truly just need someone completely removed from my world who I can talk to every day and be like, this is the rundown, these are the issues, these are the positives. You need a chick. What do we do tomorrow? You need a more Kenya, you need a we chick. We actually need a, need a chick because I, I'm 26 years old. I, this I can't, for the next 26 years. No, I think, you know, they say you're 20s, especially at this stage of your 20s. Like early 20s are cute, they're fun. They're, you think you have problems then. And then you start to hit your mid and late 20s. And then life just comes for you full. Because now nobody, there's no grace that life is giving you whatsoever. There's no, you're young. You're no longer young, dumb and stupid. Because you're getting old. You're actually old. (laughs) You're old. You're even getting your old. You've gone past quarter life. You're here now. 
the entire universe has expectations yeah. of you. You have expectations, you have expectations of, yourself of yourself that you need to meet. And then everything else comes on board and all of life is happening because you're trying to build. It's that pre-stage. It's, that, it's the preparation it's stage the of it. Like, it's a foundational stage that you don't want to fuck up. But there's so many ways you can up. fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> you are fucking it up. <laughs> you don't want to fuck up. But every day is a... Like, so many days I came, I come back and lie down and I'm like, oh, that was a fuck up of a day. Like, <laughs> I actually... What you do today, I fucked up. Like, there's very... And I'm just like, I, I, I'm... You know what? I am tired. Like, I am... When I say I need a break, like, I really and truly do. Like, I really hope I don't go into a coma, but... A semblance of one wouldn't be that bad without the medical bills. Mm. I also don't want to wake up to fucking bills. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I just need some sort of... Well, anyway, that's how I am. You know, I understand people just go off the grid for six months. Just disappear. A hundred percent. Don't talk to nobody. Don't communicate with anybody. Just disappear. But even that needs money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You don't have the luxury of Six just disappearing. 100%. Even just a month. Even just a week. But yeah. But actually, speaking of that, what has happened recently? Or not recently, but like, what has happened that has made you realize, fuck, I'm an adult now. Like, I'm no longer in my cute 20s. I'm actually a grown-ass woman. Uh, yesterday, I was at a Kenyan yeah. event. So there are lots of aunties and uncles. Oh, yesterday? Was it yesterday? Day before yesterday. Day before yesterday. The funeral? Yeah. Mm. Obviously, they're all there. And you say hello to everybody. And no, I, I can... Every single auntie and uncle that I spoke to was talking about how they're waiting for my wedding. What? In what some way, shape, baby? or form. Yes. Uncle, one uncle came and said to me, Nicole, you know. <laughs> At a funeral? Yes, because the first ask you, how are you? Oh, I'm good, you know, just living a little bit. I was talking to a group of uncles. Yeah. One of them laughed. Uncle Edu, Uncle Edu laughed. You know, just living a little bit, whatever. Another uncle chimed in. Yeah, you know, you know, live your life well. You'll see, you know, uh, is it moving around the city or doing whatever, do move it, do, you know, doing the town yeah. alone. But I'm just saying... Um, I've got things to say. I want to make a speech. I want to talk about how much we love you and how proud we are of you. Because, you know, I have things to say and I want to say them. So make sure I have to get to say them soon. Aunties, same thing. Yeah, but are you saying it's not happening soon? Or is actually, is it for you? No, guys, no. Do you know what marriage means? We're so far from that. I am so far from that. Because when that comes up for me, I make it very clear. Oh, yes. No, but you just laugh along. I laugh along and say, manage your expectations. It's not happening anytime soon. I'm still living. But even then, there's still... Yeah, There's only so much jokes. time. My mother sees any boy around and says, oh, what's his story? Even last that night, we're at a damn funeral. What's his story? Who's that? He's caught my eye. Yeah, that's definitely a sign of a like you're a grown ass woman. You're a grown ass. Get like your house in no, order. Yes, get your shit in order. No one's asking me about my work anymore. No one's even asking me about my studies. I'm yeah. like, guys, I'm still studying. Like, come on now. Like, I'm still, I'm a, still baby a baby. Girl. Ask me about how my studies are going. Ask me about my business. goddammit. it. I know, right? They don't care about that no more. Mm. How's your love life? Sorry. Interesting. Mm. What about you? Honestly, for me, there's so many, but I think my uh, my biggest one at the moment is 
actually my biggest one a couple of days ago actually my biggest one today is my hair bill <laughs> that's when i realized because you know you go as a child your your hair gets done someone pays you just scream because it's painful and then you get to go home and then today i was hit with my hair bill i was like that money is not coming from my account i i, I promise you there's no way i have that much money to give you for this hair and I was like, is this really adaptive? That's and I was like, okay, I do my hair twice a week, twice a year. So in a year, I guess I can spend $1,000 on my hair. But fuck me, like, if you put it individually. Anyway, and then my other one was when I, ah, uh, this is, uh, anyway, a very real podcast, actually, probably too real. The other day, I'd been working from home a fair bit, as mm-hmm. I do. And I had a good sight. And I was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to pack my bags to do it. I'm going to have a shower, wake up, whatever. And I wake up because when I go inside, I'm sweaty. It's, it's gross. Mm, mm. And then afterwards, before catching the plane back, I like to take a shower first. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put my undies on and then I'm going to carry extra undies. Mm. There's no extra undies because I haven't done my laundry. There's just no extra undies. Mm. I really hate that feeling. And I'm like, are you? Why didn't someone do them and fold them for me? Isn't they're that just, what they're just used in to life? be there? Like that's what you, I, even like I, like why is this is this what adulthood is about? Yes, yes, this is it. No extra <sighs> undies, hair bills. I went out to dinner. Bills, bills, bills. It's the bills that kill you, man. I took myself out to dinner last night. It was a very early dinner, five p.m just finished work i had other work to do but i was like i have a mini break i want to eat something instead of ordering Where'd uber eats i went to my favorite steak place hogs breath uh, hair for beef staff this one told me inflation is real and adulting is also very real simple luxuries in life don't just come like that because oh, this is this is normally my guilty pleasure i love this steak it's expensive I recognize that. So I always budget for it i know exactly what i order so i can always know i spend x amount of money yeah <coughs> I'd only been there three weeks before, right? Or three, every three or four weeks. Yeah. I make or whatever. And it's always just me. They know me by name. Yeah. They know my order, that kind of thing. Like, that's how much of a regular I am. Yeah, you're very regular. I'm there. a very regular there. And it's always the same experience. I'm by myself. I bring my AirPods, sit down. They start to serve me. Yeah. Give me my glass of wine, whatever. There's just, it's around the corner from work. Yeah. Routine. It's routine. And for them. For well, yes, I walk in to the manager. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, how are you? Good, good, good. She comes in and then she comes to me with a menu. I'm like, I don't need a menu. She goes, I just letting up the menu's changed. I open this menu. Hey, <laughs> prices have changed. <laughs> prices have changed. <laughs> prices have changed. The steak used to come with chips. Now the chips is separate. <laughs> The steak has gone up. The one I used to order has gone up by like twenty dollars. What? Yes. The starters have gone up by like at least five dollars each. They're no longer giving you free garlic butter. I said, really? Ah. The girl was like, "Sis, you need to look at you this menu. You need to look at this menu and be aware of what you're getting into." Guys, I stared at that menu and I said, "Wow." I can't walk out now. Really? They've already given me my order. They know you. They know, they know you're here to eat. To eat. I looked at it and said, I can go and buy a rump steak and cook at home, man. Like, it's just steak right? is steak. Steak is steak. Steak is, 
steak is steak is steak. Is dry steak aged, steak. whatever I say, dry aged, wag you kill what now. Steak nah. is steak. The that meat be, is the that meat. That small thing we just said. Ah, I said, and these guys were the ones who have been reasonably priced. I said, if they've hacked up their prices like this. I wonder what other places are like. What other places are like? Oh, other places are haven't been eating out that much. No. Uh, really afford to. Can't afford to no more. I'm like, bruh. And these are the things I enjoy doing. Uh, <laughs> it's a small thing. This is how I reward myself. This is how I live. Like, this, this is how this we survive. We survive. <laughs> I say shit. I'm stressed. Like, yes, that was exactly it. I'm like, fuck, it's been a day. Yeah. I just need some. Because I hadn't eaten all day. I'd had a coffee that I made at home. Because... Can't afford coffee I can't, this, my coffee $6. order is now six dollars eighty that I pay for. I'm like, bro, yeah. <laughs> I just need some semblance of. So I said, okay, you know what? Reward myself. So I got there. And I Actually, going there to punish yourself. I went. To, I felt so like I've never walked out there feeling. I've always walked out feeling satisfied and happy myself. I felt drained, and I was like, well, I guess I won't be doing this so often now, will I? Just like that. Just like that. It's adulting, man. Like, the whole... It's all gone to shit. Like, really... Like, I know they say it gets better, but fuck me when. <laughs> but it's not easy at the moment. Really? Like, really. and juggling everything as well. I think that's, like, my hardest thing. It's just, like... If it was... If I was having one thing, like... I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, if mm. it's friendships... Okay, I can do with this now. Okay, that's Like there was a time Let's, that was like your primary concern. You know? Like your life was going on, but your life was kind of just it was steady. You didn't have to do too much, so you could focus on your relationships. Yes. You could focus on focus your on fr- relationships. You could focus on your friendships. You could focus on family. You know, uh, even even if you don't, you can focus on one, one issue, issue at, at a time. time. Now, oh, it's a bulldozer. Of- Every you know how to schedule your problems. Oh, <laughs> it is literally my survival. Sometimes I look at things. I'm like, when is the latest I can deal with this before it becomes a catastrophic fire? Mm-hmm. Okay, on that day I'll deal with it. At sometimes I even write emails and I schedule it just because I don't want anything to come back. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. if you send an email, you get an email back. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to get an email back within the next two weeks. So I'll send it within the tenth day of the deadline. Then they'll get back to me in three days. In three, yeah. I've given myself three days, like, because I'm just like, I can't, like, holy shit, I can't afford to. So when you see us outside enjoying ourselves, let us just allow it, man. Allow it, just and like, allow, allow a lot of people. Because the more I speak to people, or the more I see what people are sharing online. People are going through it. Everybody's going through it. People are Everybody's going, going through, through it. it. Everybody's everyone going is fighting it. silent battles. Some more than others, but everyone is 100%. But actually, I'm not going to speak. Most people are. Some of you have, have a good. Um, and lucky, you guys are God's, shows, God's chosen ones. God. Yeah. Oh, life is just good to you. Life is just good to you. Um, mm. But yeah, everyone is 100% going through it. You know what that brings me into? I've been seeing a lot of like everyone is going through, everyone is healing. I'll talk about healing for a second. Mm. I want to say, on top, so on top of. (laughs) (laughs) So on top of work, relationships, friendships, business, family, actually businesses, family, social life, everything. 
on top of getting bulldozed from midnight to from sun up to sundown you now have to heal and let me tell you it is tiring shit oh and you know the fucked up bit is it's shit you didn't ask for because so many times you heal from the things you had absolutely, absolutely no, no power, power over, over. Oh. and uh, you know the other day i had had a terrible day and uh, i was triggered by something else and i had to go into not my defensive mode but into this me healing emily and i was like fuck it no actually like okay. today i'm not healing for the next three days i'm giving myself a healing break because on top of everything else i can't oh because it <laughs> on top of everything else i can't also be healing like fuck it let's burn it all man Something has to give. Something has to give, and it, because it's it's a conscious effort. The mental toll. It, it's a conscious it's effort. It's a conscious. It's a lot of work. People, a lot of people. That's why a lot of people choose not to do it. It's easy. I understand. It's a lot of work. Healing is a lot of active. Work. Uh, it's not passive. You know it's what, Nicole? That's the word. Active. What, Penny? <laughs> Penny, don't get caught up in the crossfire. Just lay down. Just all you gotta Just do. Relax. Relax. <laughs> relax. Yes, it's not something that you know you invest once, you invest in therapy once, and then it just keeps working itself out for you. <laughs> it's conscious effort, conscious decisions. Every day. And learning. Every. And learning is the hardest part of anything. Yeah, I was just like, again, like healing, honestly, it's, it's, it's work. It's actual work. It's work that you've got to do. It's not just things that happen. It's, it's not the dream I was sold. And I used to judge people who chose not to heal. I get it. It makes sense. It makes sense. It's the, it's the easier way to go about it, oh, for sure. It is so easy. Like, it's... Be the way I am. Actually, for myself, probably... I don't even know, man. Like, healing is... Healing is... what. But I will say it's worthwhile work. Because the results that come from it, at the end of it, I think are worthwhile. Yeah. The benefits that come from your entire life at the end of the day, the end goal is worthwhile. And I guess good things take time. Good things take a lot of effort. And that's what nothing nothing good comes easy. Right. But I also feel like that's a myth that we're told because some people, good things just come to them. That's what I keep saying. Life is just life in you who's worked hard since God knows when. Like there's so many people who I can think of who have worked so damn hard in this life. They deserve everything mm-hmm. and more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these people who've just had it, like the stars, they've just, just cruised aligned. through life. And, and not I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> too much healing to God. That I choose not to do with today. <laughs> but yeah, he, and but you're so right. Like, look, I like again. I am. Um, am I against healing? No, same way I'm not. I am against men. I'm actually I'm not against men, but I'm not on the streets for them <laughs> for their rights. But I'm not against healing. I think all of us have some more than others. But I think all of us have, you know, things to heal from and like mm. to kind of whatever. But I'm just saying like holy hell it's difficult. But I do agree with you in the sense as 
because it's a journey like it's not uh you don't just wake up and realize oh all of that is gone like i'm fine or not fine but i'm quote unquote on the other side now but you realize a shift and like for me because i'm honestly i'm healing through a lot not i don't maybe is that better word through for healing I'm working <laughs> yeah i'm working yeah. a fucking lot i'm working through a ton but i was taking um i was realizing the other day i'm like i can feel a shift in my personality mm. um like i can feel a shift in especially in how i let people's actions affect me that's always been a very big thing for me mm. and also in letting things fall into place just as they are in that if it doesn't go how i want it to go it will it's okay like i'm starting to being okay with not being okay if mm-hmm. that makes sense and i'm starting to get to a point where i don't put so much weight actually some days like I'm starting to be okay with a lot of the things that would like I've said on this podcast before so many times I naturally my body is in a flight or fight mode like a mm. lot of things if not everything actually not everything but a lot of things feel like a threat to me um just I guess ever since I was a kid but I'm getting to a point where I'm just starting to be okay with and not letting people's actions at least that's one of the first things or even the ex not letting external things be threats Mm. if that makes sense so like um Mm. it's easier for me to like let things go let people go let ideas go um not really feel like i have to like I'm starting to realize my value more actually mm. Mm. I should say mm. and all of that is through the work of the the hard work I promise you it's hard fucking work the hard work that I've had to do and like I'm starting to feel like it and so many times some days I actively decide that I'm not I'm not doing any work some yeah. days I wake up and I'm like today, today. <laughs> you are getting a 2021 Emily don't ask for 2023 and this is the best you're gonna get but some of the days I'm just like I see how I deal with different situations. I'm just like, hmm, that is different. That's growth and recognizing too. Yeah, because then you kind of realize. You also realize how situations. I've read it. I've read this before. Actually, my old therapist told me this before, and I kind of didn't agree with that. But I said, but she said a lot of people gain from you not valuing yourself we've spoken about this before and i've always Mm. been like "Mm, no like not no but i've always kind of gone back and forth and argued and Mm. whatever like Mm. "Mm," like i don't really holy shit now i see it i'm just like oh of of course like of it's just it may not even be intentionally malicious but it's the human nature. It's human nature. And I think we're all kind of, as much as we don't like to admit it, people fall into things that work for them. A hundred percent. So if... It's just natural. Yeah, it's a natural thing. It's convenient. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's easy. We all see convenience. Nobody wants a hard life. Nobody wants hard relationships. Nobody wants, Nobody wants to have to work yeah. too hard at the end of the day. Naturally, as women, as human beings, not even just as women... 
we are lazy people in all aspects of it. Yeah. Being hardworking is a virtue. <laughs> it's not ingrained. It's learned. Yeah, it learned. Sorry. Yeah. Because innately, we're very lazy creatures. Yeah. So when situations, especially before coming to your life, that make your life that little batch easier, you can take a match of it. That yeah. even like it's just it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's not like some of it is malicious, but some of it also isn't. It's just it's just generally that's what you presented to them. Exactly. That's what they're being used to, and they're used it's to you working like that. And yeah. that's the status quo. And what would status quo change? And then when you start to change, exactly. it starts to become a question. Exactly. Of, it's like, wait, hang on, but hang this on. is this is yes, yeah. And you know what, Nicole? People will treat you how you fucking let them i've heard that before and i've been like yeah of course but now i believe it so much mm. the more you tolerate that the, uh, yeah absolutely people would and the other thing that i can say on this podcast and i'm we're actually we're doing much and i'm printing this don't even fight well this is not a business decision i have decided for us not we the we are definitely printing t-shirts. People cannot take what they dish out. I promise you, show me one person who can take what they dish out. And I'll show you a unicorn. People, once you start mirroring people's negative behavior, they're like, you did this to me. To me. How dare you? But yeah, anyway, mm. through the journey of it, and I, like, I, I have a new therapist now who I'm really and truly like, it's beautiful. But yeah, healing is extremely tiring, but it's necessary. It's necessary. Um, I think everybody should recognize what they need to heal and start working on it. Yeah. Journey to a better person, not just for yourself, but for future generations too. So you're not passing on your trauma to your kids. Yeah. At the bare minimum. Yeah. If and you're not doing it for yourself, do it for, do it for your old. If you're planning to have kids, yeah, if please you want heal. kids, please heal. And if you don't want to heal, don't have kids. Don't have kids. Because <laughs> this is... let the curse end with you. Yeah, <laughs> let, let it us, die. Let with you me. be the seventh generation. <laughs> be the seventh generation. Let it just end. Like, and I think we've talked about it here before. And it's like I don't. The one of the main reasons why I'm I I don't think I'm going to have kids now mm. is because. As I am, I've got so much that I'm carrying. Mm. I cannot imagine passing it on to my kids. And right now, I can't... I don't know if I'm to the point where I won't pass it on to my kids. Like, like I know our parents did the absolute best they could with what they knew. And it would be the same for me. Like, people would look back and be like... Or my kids would look back and be like, well, that's all mum knew. Because mm. for a lot of it, it really is all I know. So when my kids come, I'm like, this is, bro, I'm giving you all I know. I'm giving you love the way I know it. I'm giving you behaviors it's the, best. the way I it's know It's the best it. that I know how exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't want to do that to the kids. That's fine to do better. But honestly, I don't know if I want kids. I realized something about myself yesterday. I've yesterday always... was very profound for you, it seems. Uh, was yes. this after the meat place? Was it when you were eating meat? No, this was not the start of that day. Oh, um, and just like I've been knowing it about myself, but I think a series of events played out in the morning that I was like, "Fuck, I really am this person. I don't know whether it's detrimental to me or very, very good. It could be one of two things." Okay, what right? is it? I always hear this rhetoric of you know, in crisis mode, Nicole is your person. Yeah. 
because I have a way of handling crisis well. Yeah. I don't know where I learned it. Yeah. I don't know how I learned it. But when it comes to crisis, I don't it's tend to panic quite a bit. Yeah. And even if I'm panicking, I will You're never, gonna I will not going to show my panic. Because it's not going to show. I will self-regulate, do whatever. And I'll always seem to get back out of it, right? Yesterday morning, um, of course, Stan didn't run late for work, right? Because it's me. Because, yeah, I was going to say, there's so really no excuse. I've got a customer, Damien, on Instagram, talking about, hey, are you guys open today? We're waiting at the door. I'm like, shit, whatever. That's I start to drive. I'm like, shit, I don't have the key. One of my other staff members have the key. They're 15 minutes out of the city. I can't drive to them, yeah. right? But also, I can't pull up. Cause without I already, a key. Without a key. Because now I look sloppy. Why are you, Why here? Are you here? So what, me- do we just stand yes. at the door together and admire clothes from the window? So I text my staff. I'm like, hey, sis, I need a key. Just realized I should have gone off you this morning because we're together that morning. And they're like, they don't reply because they're at school. Okay. Essentially. So it takes them like five minutes to see yeah. my message. They're like, yeah, I can put an Uber for you. Cool. Okay. I start driving. I'm like, okay, calculate. By the time I get there, Uber should be getting there. I get to work and there's no parking. Okay. Whatsoever. I can see my customers at but my But you can door. see them outside. I can yeah. see them. I have done laps around the place. Not a single parking spot. Okay. I've done laps. And then I end up on this one-way street. Keep in mind, Uber is now close to coming by. Okay. They've shared the Uber trip with me and mm. I've opened the notification, yeah. but now I've lost it. I have no clue where the Uber and is. And you're driving. I'm driving. I have no clue where the Uber is. I don't know what the number plate is. Fuck. But I need the key. And your customers Because Uber, what they will do is re- go back to the destination. As yeah. soon as they try to reach you two minutes. Because they get you. Yeah. They get. And this girl, obviously, she's in class. So even if Uber driver tries to call her, she's not going to pick up straight no. away. She's assumed she shared the trip with me. It's now my problem. Yeah. It's in your hands. It's in my hands. As I'm driving, I get to this very narrow, awfully narrow one-way street that somehow has parking on both sides, okay. right? I, my side mirror hits something. I hear something fall. I'm like, shit, I just hit somebody's car. Nicole, stay calm, keep driving. Because if we're around, something even falls on the ground. I'm like, I just hit somebody's side mirror. But all I need to do right now is, is get, get to, to work. <laughs> so all this we'll deal with later. If they have a number plate, they can come and find me. I don't care. I start driving. And then I realize, shit. That's my side mirror. It's my side mirror. Right. <laughs> That's what I thought. So I'm driving. I'm like, it's my side mirror. And I hadn't hit a car. I'd hit a bin that was parked, that was put right on the it's road. A street, it's a very yeah. narrow street. So obviously they have to put it in front of the parked cars for the bin well, for to, the, to get it. Yeah. So it's just right there. You scrape it. So I must have hit it avoiding the car next to me. And the cover of my side mirror fell down. So it's the plastic cover. It's not the side mirror. It's on. My side mirror is still on. Okay. But the cover on the back yeah. has now fallen off. And you've driven off. I've driven off. This is a very narrow street. Yeah. And one way as well. It's you a one way. Back, I yeah. can't go back. So I have to do the lap again. In this time, I'm managing different things. Customers called me. I'm talking to them. Give me my, I'm driving. Yeah. I'm navigating. Customers called me, whatever. I'm trying to call the girl to get my Uber drive. I'm still trying to figure out how to get back on the street to get my shit. Because yeah. it's a full lap around. Because you need it. Otherwise, you're paying exorbitant fees. Yes. Yes. And my side mirror just naked. Wires are out. Indicator light is. I've seen those ones. Yes. And I'm like, shit, what is this life? In literally three minutes, all these things are happening. 
this whole time my heart rate has not gone up once. My head is spinning. My heart rate is flat. Steady. Steady. And I noticed this and I'm like, why am I not panicking? Anyway, I happen to just I go back, Love go back that. around. And then I see this van drive into this one-way street in front of me. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, they're going to drive over this thing and they're going to break it. Yeah. This is how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> That's smashed into pieces. Now I'm walking around with no cover yeah. on my side mirror. I need to pay money. To pay I need to pay just for a fucking plastic cover. Yeah. You know those things will be expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. unnecessarily expensive. Yeah, because they know you need it. They know you need it. You they need know this it cover. comes. You need this cover. It's eight hundred dollars. You need it. You need it because it will rain. The wire, whatever. You will need it. You will need it straight away. And just as God would have it, this man gets out of his car, grabs in front of me, literally grabs the side mirror part off the floor. I don't know why. He's an Ospos driver. They're the most impatient people. Gets out and puts it on the ledge on somebody's near somebody's doorstep. Yeah. Like. Why did that just happen? Drive through. I go. Pick it up. My side mirror. Do whatever. As soon as I pull back into. I find a parking space. Yeah. Across the road. As I pull in. The Uber driver is also pulling in. So by the time this girl's calling me back. I'm walking towards oh, the Uber. Yeah. The Uber recognizes me. Handing me the key. I go in. Customers are fine. Make a sale. And I'm like. Shit. That was an insane 10 minutes. I look at the time. All these things happen within less than 10 minutes. Yeah, that's intense. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. By any means. But then it's counterproductive. Like, in situations like that, it makes sense. But it's counterproductive in situations where I actually need to react. And I need to give some. I just give nothing. When do you need to react? In situations where it's like, it's expected. Not necessarily expected, but it's needed of you. When? I generally can't think of a situation where you needed to panic. Not panic, but have some kind of reaction. I think you. I think the reaction is there. It's just not heightened, as people would have it. You're reacting. You're just not like holy fuck. Like, oh, you might even be like that, but it's just different. There's definitely a re. You're not like, uh, go back to bed. There is a reaction. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm just like, nah. <laughs> Avoidance. Yes. Sometimes it's, because now it comes in both ways. It's, is it avoidance or is it self-regulation? Like it comes and it's counterproductive in both ways. Because sometimes if I don't have to deal with something, I just won't deal with it. Just because. Yeah. I think I two things to. can be true at once. Mm. I think. Like, this is just me by knowing you. I could 100% be wrong. But I think, like, there is a reaction. It's just not what... It's a self-regulated reaction. Mm. So you recognize that shit is actually fucked. It's fucked. It's fucked. Really interesting. I remember seeing that at the end of it. As a customer left, I sat down and said, what the actual fuck? Why did it need to happen like that? Why? On a morning like this. Why? So I think there's a reaction, but I think there's also the other side of, I'm just not going to deal with that. Mm. I think that is probably, but then sometimes avoidance is good, man, but you always have to come back to it. You always have to, yeah. Sometimes 
sometimes not really, but it depends on what it is. But I think two things can be true, and I think two things are tricky. But I think self-regulating, fuck, that is a big win. Big, big win. Big win. It's counterproductive when people now realize that you are that person. So people come to you to calm them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody say to me, like, Nicole, when I'm in a panic, I will almost always, I want to call you. Like, I just want to call you. Because there's a way that you talk that calms me down. Yeah. Consistently. I'm like, but I don't want to be that person for everybody. Because it's just not everybody. It's still, it's not every, but that's a general, I've had this conversation with multiple yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. It's come in different ways. For my mother, yeah. I'm that person. Like, for my core people, I already am that person without fail. Right? And then everybody else has to come into play. So it's just consistently, it's everybody's life is in hellfire. I'm the, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. The count on me to be the water. Yeah. And I can't be anything else but. And it makes me start to question what my self-regulation has now become just a learned behavior because it's expected of me. And when I do react, I remember I reacted. It's okay. very rare that I react. And people are very used to me. Should be cool. Should be cool. Nobody's ever seen Nicole angry. Nobody's ever seen Nicole mad. Nobody's ever seen Nicole panic. Nobody ever seen Nicole do whatever because I presented that. And that's kind of my go-to. But people expect that so highly of me that they get caught off guard and they feel betrayed. Yeah. So how dare you How dare you react? This is not you. You're acting out of character. I'm like, I'm a human being. I'm not a machine. Like, really and truly, I still have feelings. As much as I may not show it, like, it's just, I feel the way I feel. I may not say, I may not exude it as much as I would. I may self-regulate, but at the end of the day, I'm still human. And you can't take that away from me. Like, I still need to have that luxury of being able to express myself in certain situations without it being seen like an overreaction. Because I don't need to overreact for someone to tell me that I'm overreacting. Mm-hmm. Because anything that I do as a reaction mm-hmm. is out of character. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Nicole, never expected this video. How dare you? How could you? Yeah, could you? How could you do that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I get angry, I get pissed off, I get frustrated, I get all these different emotions of people, people. But nobody expects that of me per se because Nicole is a cool, chill. She's somber. She's always on hum kumbaya twenty four seven. I don't seven. think of you like that. A lot of people see me like that. Yeah, I know a lot of people mm. do. It's not almost everyone. Almost I do everyone. not see you like that. Like I see you externally like that, mm. but like I do not think. Nicole is a somber person. Like, I see. And you know what? I, and I think that goes back into what I was saying. People will treat you how you allow them. Mm, mm. Because, yeah, like, you're always cool. Why are you not? Why are you not? Like, that's, like go back to yes, the human basics. Yes. Like, <laughs> hang on. I hear every, I know you've got emotions. I know you're human. But hang on. That's, you're not, always that's cool. not you, though. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I've known you for 600 years. That's not the version of you. Cool. Yeah. So why... Why are you acting out of character? What why, was why are you so different this? this situation that you decided I'm not going to be cool about Oof. this? Yeah. But you know what's funny? Oh, I think your version is better. But because I am a very... 
reactive person. Mm. Yeah. I'm a very, like, like I said here, like I said before, everything, not everything, a lot of things feel like a trigger. Mm. A lot of things feel like things I need to protect myself from. Like, I'm always in protective mode. So, when, as I was saying before, like, I feel this continuous change and improvement. So, I'm finding myself not reacting. So, while going through these changes or through this unlearning process, mm. um, and in that, it's now, like, a different, sometimes it's a different form of self-protection. I'm just like, I don't want to react because that's not good for me in this instance. Mm. But then because people are so used to me reacting, so now I'm getting so many questions of, wait, but why? Why are you not reacting? That's not you. It's so funny. This happened twice this week. One thing I have learned, especially with men. Men are the problem. Men are the fucking problem. Always. One of the ways, and then they turn around and call us emotional, but they use our emotional reactions to play us like a fucking fiddle. Say that again, I beg of you, please. Men use Mm -hmm. your quote-unquote emotional reactions Mm -hmm. to play you like a fiddle. Mm -hmm. However way you react to their actions Mm -hmm. gives them a baseline of their boundaries, gives them a baseline of what they need to do. The amount of spitting you've just done, like we can close this entire podcast here and we've done enough for the universe. I learned that so soon. And when men were constantly telling me, Nicole, you don't really react. You don't show me how you really feel about a situation. I don't know how to act with you. I don't know what to do with you. I'm like, why do you need to have, why do you need why to, do you, why do you need to control me? Why does that need to be the baseline the of, baseline how, you of how you treat me? It's giving manipulative. It's giving you want a reaction that way you know exactly how I'm feeling and exactly what you need to do to make it better yes. for you to come back into my good graces yes. or for you to kind of manipulate the situation. It's a There's continuous gas- chase. It's a continuous chase. That's where the gaslighting comes in. That's where so you either use it against you or use it to their benefit. They come and give you... Bombard you, bombard flowers, you with flowers words, and words love bombing you. Yes. Quality time. Mm-mm. Men, you are the problem. I'm sorry. You really and truly I are I am the so fucking sorry. You are the problem. But men are the problem. <laughs> because that is so true. Because once you stop having, especially for me who's has a lot of those, once you stop having them, the guy is confused. They're so lost. They are yes. caught. So do, is it because you don't love me anymore? Are you not interested? Why the fuck are you not reacting? I don't understand why you're not upset? I don't understand why you're not crying. I don't understand why you're calling me. Why you're not calling me to have a conversation? I I don't understand. What does this mean yes. for us? Why are you not kicking and screaming? Why are you not acting crazy? Yeah. What is what is you going know, on? I've had men intentionally do things just so they're like the literally and the audacity for them to actually say yeah, it. Yeah, and audacious. it's just like I did it just to so get a reaction out of you. And even then, I got nothing. I'm like because I knew why you were doing it. You're not that smart. Yeah, that's smart. And almost, I feel like also these dramatic reactions that we give them, these emotional, the tears, the whatever, it feeds into their ego. But it, but it has to. It feeds into their ego. Me, oh, oh, my dog cries because I'm leaving the house, and I'm like, that dog must love me. 
So imagine a human being crying almost every single time or being upset about you. Of course. And then they call us the emotional ones when they just feed off our emotions in the first place. Who is emotional here? Is it me or you? Let me tell you. I'm telling you, like, you... We could end this podcast here. You've spat. <laughs> you've spat. You've you've spat the spitting. I spitted the spats. You spitted the spat, man. Like chapter two. <laughs> if you've never had anything from this podcast, know that and no peace. Really and truly. And it's just so and so then you realize. Mm-mm. Like, no man. No. Because so many times those emotions are so deep for you. But to them, it's not. It's not. It's not. You're carrying your own and you're showing your ass. You're, you're showing, showing your ass. Your that ass. Is, look, we're you're all bearing, for showing emotions. You're show bearing them to your mother. Show them to your girlfriend. Show them, <laughs> to, your show dad. them to your dog. <laughs> Fuck me. Gotta actually hire my dog. Because black people don't have dogs. My dog is now actually... I offer my dog to give dog cuddles. Because so many times I have a bad day. Like, I just want to go home to Penny, man. I am offering my dog. You do not need to show your reactions to that man. Call me. Even message us on Instagram. I'll bring Penny. Mm-hmm. Hug the dog. The because ego boost they get out of it. It's a massive ego boost. It's disgusting. But it has to be an ego boost. Because and, we're all But human. think about it, yeah. Put it in reverse. Think about somebody crying to you. In tears, telling you how you actually have made them feel. That shit breaks you. It makes me crumble. It breaks you. I feel you. terrible <laughs> for some for the people who've cried to me. I still think about them. You never forget the tears. I never forget the tears. I never forget the tears. The bikini. I never think I got it, man. I, but you know this man. His man. I'm like Emily, you, and this should be my guilt complex. I I feel mm. so. I'm like Emily, you're actually a disgusting. You're a human horrible being. human being. And now you're overcompensating. Let me tell you, they don't get it. How many women cry? I think all. The voicemails they use our voicemails to make music. Honestly, like, honestly, you know, no. Let me tell nah. you, <laughs> no fucking niggas. In the longer man, fucking niggas. Let me. This again is not a male bashing podcast. <laughs> this is not a male bashing podcast, but men are the absolute problem. I'm sorry. Like we love men, we are heterosexual. Our fathers are men, but men are the problem because what the fuck? When people have cried to me, I've sworn to my. I've literally written in my diary. Emily, don't ever do that again. Don't ever do that again. And even if, no matter how right you feel, and there's what's the tears that flowing? What's the tears that flowing? It's a wrap. You cave. Everything goes out the I'm window. Because so that's like fuck, man. And the thing that a lot of people don't realize, and I think we as women, I think we recognize it a bit deeper, is you can only justify your actions so much. Mm-hmm. But as soon as somebody start, but you cannot. Start to fight how somebody it's argue reactive. with how yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. no no how your actions made somebody else feel, feel yeah oh a hundred percent and when they're telling you that you don't get to argue with that yeah all you 100%. can do you hear you recognize 100%. it you apologize for that right but you cannot argue with that they don't do with that. how they made you a hundred percent because how how things make me feel is a culmination is of so, so many, many things, things that are fucking yeah but yeah a hundred 
I'm sorry, but men are the problem. I am so bloody sorry. Like, again. No, I'm, don't, don't apologize. Yeah, I'm actually not know. sorry. Because I, and you know what I saw on TikTok? First of all, I'm here to say thank you so much for curating. I now spend hours on TikTok. Thank you so much. If you need your TikTok curated to you, Nicole is your girl. I saw something on TikTok that has spoken to me. In Actually, I think today we've overperformed in this podcast. Yeah, By the time... Have. I think we should wrap it up after this one. Yeah, I think I think we we've should, given them too much. I think we've actually <laughs> given way, way too, too much. <laughs> like, if we died, if we go in that coma tomorrow... We've, we've done good. We've covered six weeks. I think we've covered six, six weeks. weeks. We've done. <laughs> we should talk spirituality. Yeah. Anyway, I saw this episode and I was a uh, thing on TikTok and this girl, she's 28 years old, successful lawyer in the US and she was talking about how she is as herself. She's got abandonment issues. She's an anxious, she's got um, her attachment style is anxious, whatever, like, hmm. And she's had relationships and she's been hurt deeply. She's mm. felt hurt deeply. And she was like, this can't be the cycle. Like, I want to be in a place where I'm able to receive love. Mm. I want to be in a place where I feel love. I want to be in a place where I don't get hurt or people's actions don't hurt me this much. It's like, what the fuck do I do? And she said something so profound. I'm like, holy fuck, you, I need to pay you. She said, create the persona of the person who is who you aim to be or who so for her her persona is um a girl who's lived the best life she's never been hurt before she's never struggled before she's lived a life of leisure a leisure sorry um she hasn't been heartbroken before for her, the world is a clean slate mm. in every sense of the world of the word. So when things happen to her, she just takes it at face value. It doesn't mean that she's not intelligent. She doesn't reflect it on herself, mm. and so she moves on. And an example, and I, I read and listened to that, and I was like, hmm, I don't, I, I love it, but I don't quite understand it. And then someone commented, um, yeah, I hear you, but give us an example. And she gave an example. She's like. So if you're dating, because she's talking more about the dating world, if you're dating someone, um, or you're dating, da, 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 and then someone, you, someone doesn't talk to you for like what three days, five days, as an anxious, um, with an anxious attachment style and abandonment issues, like fuck, they're never gonna speak to me again. Like, um, they don't like me. What's wrong with me? Da, 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 like, I've got to make it work. Da, 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 da. And I completely understand that because that's so many times that's how I feel. And she said. This other girl who's never seen problems, who's lived a life of baby girl life, who's lived the softest life of softest life, someone isn't speaking to her? Okay, cool. There'll be another one. I know I'm beautiful. I know I'm powerful. I'm confident in who I am. I'm confident in what I give. And so Hmm. this person isn't speaking to me because I don't have... Because this person hasn't gone through... Because this girl is not healing. Her life is just... like perfect in the emotional sense and so secure Mm. and she's just like that's okay someone else will come and she was using that in during like work and like confidence and like saying and i was just like i resonate with that so much and going back to what you were saying it's like when because a lot of the times 
I feel like, and I'm using that very intentionally, I feel like as women, we really put our relationships on a pedestal. Mm, mm, mm. Huge pedal, huge pedal, like fucking pedestal. Yeah. And our men become, not our lives, but they become a massive, they almost become the center of our lives. Of our lives. They even unconsciously dictate how we react, dictate Dictate. our schedules, Mm -hmm. dictate how we feel on the day. And it's conditioning. It's societal conditioning. Because as a woman, you've been taught and you've been, we're breaking down generations of us being taught of, you're supposed to cater to your man. Once you get the man, you're supposed to work to keep him. So you're supposed to alter yourself to suit whatever this man needs from you yeah, at that exactly. point in time. And then you feed from that. And then you feed from that. And then the praises that he gives you and the attention that that's he gives you. The fact that you can keep him and keep him happy, that's your pride. Yeah. Fuck no. Oh, 100%. No. <laughs> um, and because we've put it on such a pedestal, when they do something, and like what we were saying before, the crime and the emotions and all those things, but all those things come from a place of this guy is this guy. Because mm. your girlfriend can do the same thing. You're not reacting the same. And, also, and what you've said before is if you have that mentality of what's this other girl that I've got in my head, what 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 would she do? Mm. A girl who has who knows no pain, who's literally, it's like, oh, bro, you you literally not get to me. Mm. You 100%. I'm not going to cry for you. You wouldn't see me cry for... I don't even need to cry for... Like, I will feel my emotions, but I also realise that this is not where the story ends for me. Yes, because you're just a different chapter. I don't have pain chapter. to carry. Mm. I don't have pain. I feel like a lot of our actions, at least for mine, are, and I've said this before, are driven by fear and pain. It's like, I don't... This other persona doesn't have pain in her life to be like, I'm going to carry this along. Mm. No, it's like, oh, you did not call me. You didn't text me. For what? Okay, cool. Okay, cool. We'll keep and pushing. Yes. And there's that conference. That's what I want to give. But men are the problem. Men are the absolute. Like, I've read so many tweets, and I've just been like, no, men have to be the problem. Like, we're not a male bashing podcast. We're not. And I saw a tweet. Twitter is great. If you're not on Twitter. Twitter is beautiful. And I've always had this thought. I've just... It's not normalized in our society, right? But really and truly, if people navigated relationships, especially particularly romantic relationships, in the way that they navigate friendships and everything else in their lives, we would have long-term marriages and long-term relationships Mm -hmm. would be very rare. Because a lot of the drive that a lot of people get into to get into long-term relationships, whether it's societal pressure (coughs) or kind of some kind of social accolades or some sort of benefit, Mm -hmm. whether it's financial or whatever, if you were to remove all those things, a lot of (laughs) them would not have any marriages. Marriage would be a very archaic, unheard of thing because people would go through partners in phases of their lives yeah that's so true 
this whole this too. whole idea of long term partners and soulmates till and death. whatever till death would be such a rare thing and would be such a special thing. Yeah. Because it's not not everybody is supposed not, to get married. Yeah. Not everybody is supposed to be in a long term relationships. That's and just the fact true. that we get to a stage in our lives where we now start to make because what we've got ourselves into now is making compromise. Think about yourself in primary school. Yeah. Right. You had your whole life ahead of you. Mm. It didn't take much for you to cancel a boy. Unfortunately, it did for me. Oh, okay. Like I said, I've been in relationships. It's but. been quite a while. But for me back in the day, it yeah. didn't take much. It took one wrong look at the other girl and I'm like, oh, forget you. Yeah. Right? And then life has built, bro- broken you down. It's... Really, Shift away your confidence once or once. Now you kind of just, okay, you know, he likes me for this. Maybe I'll make a compromise here. Yeah. And we catch ourselves, even the best of us, we catch ourselves making those things. <clears throat> I will not and cannot see, you cannot tell me there's a single woman in this life who has been in a long-term marriage and a long-term without making any kind of compromise oh, yeah, at true. her cost yeah. or how whatever. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Yes. It's always something that you have to give up that not necessarily because you have to it's just for the sake of the longevity of it and the continuity for the continuity because any other time you drop it if there was not so much pressure for longevity and continuity you would drop it yeah and we would normalize short-term flings short-term relationship short-term experience would experience people more because yeah. we just don't do that yeah that's actually so and we are ashamed for that especially as women the patriarchy is now armed in a way yeah. that you're not they're not trying to shame me as a woman for having those experiences yeah. you'd experience people you I just like experience that. people and that's it there'd be no pressure to keep them there'd yeah. be no pressure to fold mm-hmm. yourself to just that's make it work true. There'd be no pressure to sacrifice anything. Because you, you don't need to. There's no pressure. To There's you. no pressure. It's just, okay, cool. And it's been great. It had a great time together. We've yeah. reached our end. Nice to know you. Nice to know you. It's been fun. Kisses, kisses, moving on. Next day, you meet the next person. Same experience. And if every stage of it is just so wholesome. Yeah. We'd be so much happier. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hundred percent and you know that like you've said i was reading an article on i'm gonna say new york times and i'm probably wrong about this lady who wrote and i was just like if this is marriage maybe not a lady who wrote a very honestly felt like an open letter to the husband a very 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 real view on her marriage and Mm. she was saying i met this person 30 years ago i think it was about 20 20 actually 28 close to 30 30 years ago the body was looking like this i was like this we used to have sex great sex life Mm. all the time to the death kids came careers came he now sits at home after work he just wants to play playstation or just wants to watch football he doesn't look how he did we don't have to we don't have sex it was a very open i don't think you should mm. say that about your husband um but thanks for giving us good content to what marriage is we uh we don't have sex as much we don't go out to date as much 
we live together we are more partners than lovers mm. life is hey take the kids pick the kids do this do that we're just working together to we're make our day today together. to keep the wheels turning yeah and she said i am not physically or sexual like i love him i have so much love for him but as life goes on i realize that the love i have for him is for the memories we had mm. not for who we are at the moment and we make great partners um and we've separated before and the reason why we came back together is because of partnership because picking kids up every single day as a single person is difficult and the reason why we've decided to come or we decided to get back together is the ease and the convenience mm-hmm. of partnership and a conversation we had is we don't hate each other we still have so much love oh, for each yeah. other we have great memories let us be together and i was like that is sad as fuck. And like that is a reality for so many for people. So especially many people, in long term marriages. Yeah. Even in long term relationships, like that is a reality for so many people. And I'm just like I don't know if there's a way to prevent that. Because in my twenties I have gone through it. I don't want to go through it like that. Like I want to be but then it's so interesting because you see couples who uh, maybe it's just surface, and you really don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but maybe it's just a surface. But you see couples who are 30, 20, 10 years down the line, and they're still as into each other as they were when they met, or as you would assume. Like, that's what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. And that's and what it looks for like. For some very rare, door. that special, long term that was meant to be, it makes sense, and it looks great on them. Yeah. But it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. And we all and we're all it. chasing We're it. all chasing it. We're all forcing That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> all mum who was with someone before she don't don't come at me but i'm pretty sure was beyonce's mum had a partner they broke up whatever still loved each other beyonce's mum went on had kids life and then after kids they got back together together. i'm just life brought them back together and like that's the thing like it's i think with marriage life isn't linear but marriage somehow is supposed to be linear because only now are we actually hearing about how difficult marriage is. I know. Now we're really now being we're honest actually, about it. And, not, and sometimes I'm like, really? Is it, is it like that? Mm-mm. And I'm just like, choosing your right partner, it's so important. So, it's so I'm very in a rush to get engaged, but I'm not in a rush to get married <laughs> because I probably should, I'll have as many as engagements as it takes to have that marriage. Um, but to my takeaway from or not takeaway but one of the key things in recognizing that is knowing when to walk away that is the most important thing for you and even sometimes for them but mainly mm. for you if i can think about yourself think about yourself You're, oh you've got man you gotta break away from this sunken coast fallacy of oh sunken coast we've actually sparked <laughs> today <laughs> today we're actually just djs of words man <laughs> This sunken coast. Yes. So you know this mindset of I've put in so much. I can't walk away mm. now. I've mm. invested so much. I've sacrificed mm. so much. I've let so much go. Mm. I can't walk away now. 
Holding on to it. I have yeah. to hold on to it. There's we so many memories. Semblance of, yeah. We were su- we are such great friends. We are such I don't mm. want to lose this. Mm. They so but at the end of the day, all it's going to do for you is make room for something better, greater. Something greater. And you would never experience that something greater if you yeah, were just yeah, clinging holding on and for what just it was an experience it was it happened it happened Imagine everything and you just have to because we applied that to everything else yeah why jobs. not apply it to love yeah we go through jobs and when a job isn't working for you, you anymore move you move on you look for, look for something new friendships. friendships even with friendships even in friendships sometimes yeah. people you wear some friendships wear out their course and you've that been with your parents it was a great and you know the love is still real or whatever but you're not just that close anymore and that's okay i just don't we need to stop from over romanticizing Same. and selling ourselves out in the name of romance is not by force it's actually just not. don't you're selling yourself short it's actually not <sighs> no we've actually spat we've just we been sorry i'm gonna end this on this i'm gonna end it on this i'm actually here with another public service announcement oh bum 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 psa 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 have we had drum rolls please please all right what's the psa thanks thanks penny thanks penny my ps we've talked about it before you've said it before you actually the campaign manager for this, but I'm taking over by mm-hmm. force. Okay. I am here to say a lot of you, I'm going to include myself, a lot of us are surrounded by people who don't like us. Ain't that an amen? Ain't that an amen? A lot of us, let me say it again because we're spitting today. No, no, you're being soft. Hey, they hooch. Yeah. That's why you are the campaign manager. <laughs> I'm still in training. Speak with conviction. <laughs> a lot of us are surrounded by people who hate us, who hate to see us win, who hate to see us happy, who hate to see us prospering. A lot of us are surrounded by people who hate us family, friends, lovers, co workers business mind business people dogs actually dogs some some dogs that some people can't even be liked by dogs and you know what the kicker is you always have a gut feeling Mm, you always know you are listen to your gut feeling really and truly listen to don't even gaslight yourself as like oh i'm too sensitive or oh i'm being this listen to your gut Mm. that's my psa absolutely listen to your gut like god just sent me to preach he didn't answer my prayers instead he said let's go and preach so we're here now um absolutely listen to your gut feeling because holy hell Mm -mm. and you know what yeah just adding on to the campaign Mm -hmm. please campaign i dipped this i dipped this the other day exiting campaign it's yes it's let's have this conversation with my mother actually sometimes what we call quote-unquote hate doesn't even come from a place of malice oh it does not come from a bad place it does not come from a place of disdain it does not come from the place of where they actually hate you 
at the end of the day, we're human beings. And I think human beings sometimes we struggle because at the core of us, our job is to compare. Mm-hmm. And when you surround yourselves with people, there's always comparisons that happen. And sometimes that breeds envy and jealousy yeah. and everything else that comes from it. So the haters in your circle may not be people who hate you. They're just people. Let's listen to a podcast of these girls. And they were talking about how if you had a friend who came to you and was just honest with you, love friend, friend, friend that you absolutely love. If you love each other, you know the love is there. And they honestly came to you and told you, look, I love you so much. But every single time you have a win, I can't help but to feel a certain level of I'm happy for you and I want to be so, so happy and unforcibly happy Mm -hmm. for you. (laughs) But there is an element of jealousy and envy that I feel Mm -hmm. that stops me from being 100% happy for you. I'm not going to sabotage you, not consciously at least, but I just feel it. Like I feel the envy. I feel the jealousy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as we grow older, the jealousy goes beyond surface level. It's no longer just material stuff. It's not you've got more money. You've got better clothes. It's the the kids. It's the the family. It's the happy home. It's the job. The security. Yes. it's yes it's your progress it's your luck she, the way you just for example yeah, it's just yeah, your luck yeah. in life yeah exactly you're luckier than i am yeah and that's just it yeah and it's not because i necessarily hate you but you're in my life you are a mirror i of see me. it every day i see it every day it's in my face and i'm happy for you i love you for it but i can't help but. i can't help but and people like that exist in your life and i think that's such a human thing too I think so it's there's normal. It's normal. And there should be some allowance for it. 100%. But when it comes to cross over to where now they're actively trying to sabotage you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Or trying to knock you down a few pegs. It doesn't have to be pegs. that bad. It doesn't have to be that bad. Or they're just, they're knocking down a few pegs. It's the, love this word, the negging. The, the snide remarks that come, the backhanded compliments. And the opportunity to... You know when you have friends who just take every opportunity to kind of just expose you and bury you in it just any time they get. Let's just like push you up. Like it's just there's a certain combativeness that comes with the way they relate with you, especially around other people. There's a nagging. Like they're always trying to bring you down a notch. Consistently, because it happens in relationships. We talked about this in like relationships. Oh, I see what you mean. Where yeah. like a partner is like consistently, or like, like yeah, it's just yeah, a yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. It comes off as banter, but it's just. Mm, mm. Interesting. And things like that, and they exist, and that's so normal. But once it starts to cross over to an active sabotage on whatever, that's when you just need to call yeah. it quits and cut it. Hundred percent, like in in every I think like and I think we know. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like if I was to stop you today and ask you of the I guess now you have a lot of few friends, but of the few friends I guess probably you wouldn't have now. But if you asked me, for example, 
of the people in my life, am I aware of some people who I'm not sure if either we have that level of closeness that I think, which actually I'm not even close. Yeah, I'm actually. (laughs) Maybe ask me. (laughs) No, but it applies to, because I was thinking this and I was like, oh yeah. And like, it's a gut feeling. Mm. It's, it's how they look at you. It's a check. Because you know how sometimes you notice a change? Mm. And you're like, oh. And, and then you're just like, oh no, especially for me, I always put it down to not Emily are being too sensitive. But then when you take that out, and you're just like, no, there is, like, I'm not, I'm not, you're not I'm delusional. not a bad person. I'm yeah. not delusional. And as, if it's continuously, like, it's like, and, it doesn't always mean to cut people off. Just be wary. Not a, be wary is, I guess, one of it. But sometimes it just means, okay, cool. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I no see it. it. Yeah. I, I see it. I recognize it. If there's anything that I need to do to protect myself, like, I'm really getting to a space where it's like, me, my protection first. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter who you are, not even my dad. But my protection first and but all i'm saying is more than even i think we all know that there's people around us but more than that it's really and truly trust your gut and listen to people's actions mm. absolutely listen. someone doesn't have to tell you 600 times you someone you, know. You, you, you know. know you know you know you know. know, you know, you might and be, listen to your gut. You might be in denial that you know it, but you know, you know it. Deep down, and not even just, deep down. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even that deep, man. On the surface, you know. And I know you know, you know, you know. Yeah, you know, I know, you know. Yeah, and we all know, you we know, all know that. You know, yeah, no, that, that, that we, know. we all know. That they all we all know. know. If it's knowing, if it's knowing, we know. Yeah, if it's knowing, we're in the know. We're the know of the know of the know of the you know and the I know. Whether you choose to acknowledge or recognize the knowing, that's what we know. That's my word. It'll be on a t-shirt. Buy a t-shirt soon. Coming soon. Speaking of things coming soon. Yes. We have set and we are live with our we very sure first are. event. We need drum action. That should have been the PSA. Yeah, that should have been. Yeah. <laughs> I knew drama. We wasted a drum event. <laughs> but another PSA, our girl's sisterhood. Sisterhood. I'm just bringing it up. Yes. Sisterhood Sister in the minds is mm. up and live april 16th girlies save the date tickets are live on our website sisterhood in the vines is really about that sisterhood and vines but replace vines with vibes vibes really and truly <laughs> vibes in the vines, vines. <laughs> absolute vibes wines times i'm trying to get a rhyme there but <laughs> i think we've curated any like we're known for great vibes like mm. we're known for a lot of th- actually i'm not known for a lot of things but we're known for a lot of things and great vibes is one of them enjoyment like you see enjoyment us, enjoyment you is know you're gonna enjoy, like <laughs> if you see us you know we're gonna have a great time you know for a fact no question you're gonna have a great time like we don't toot our own home. You might die. You but might you die. <laughs> but I promise you, it'll be a good death. It'll be a death that, like, you, it, we are known for a good time. So, obviously, in organizing this, we made it true to us mm. in the center. It's a great time. Like, you know, we kind of, well, not no, we kind of, we go out to different wineries. Um, We have some great food with some stunning views. And also, as part of our 
part of who we are. We always have, you know, conversations beyond just the surface. Beyond, yeah. Um, and we're trying to bring that with mm. us on this event. Absolutely. So it's just about us connecting. Yeah. And really just being with them. It's going to be quite an intimate event. Yeah. Um, no, uh, only 20 people. Only 20 people um, for this first one. So it's very intimate and we just want to create a space where us as young black women can kind of just get together, connect, and laugh. really just laugh, share, have great times, share, eat, drink, eat. Yes. no judgment. No, it's a safe space. Yeah. And that's really what we're going for. You might meet people who you don't know, and they might just become sisters. Yeah, exactly. This is how these things happen. So April 16th, save the date. Tickets are live on our website. Yeah, They're going to we'll be in the them. link in our bio. Yeah. Um by the time this episode is live yes Tomorrow, it's yes. gonna be yes yes it's gonna be a link in our bio and also be sharing all those details too on all our socials so make sure you keep in touch with us any questions you guys have don't hesitate to hit us up yeah but we're very excited it's gonna we're be, so so like, excited if you know us it's gonna be a great time it's gonna be you can be rest yes. assured so get your absolutely tickets. um bring your girlies or come alone or like, come alone just be open i think it's just all we ask of you as attendees is just be open to having a good time and connecting yeah that's really it. Yeah. Our first event, guys. It's going to be the most, it's going to be a wholesome experience. It's going to be a wholesome experience. <laughs> We're so excited. Like, we're very, very excited. It's going to be really good. Okay, these are Nicole's songs. Honestly, you ask me. All right. I think first song is called Mercury Retrograde. Is it Amindi or something? Amindi, yes. Yes. It's the most beautiful mm. song. It's... Yes. Do you want me to forward it to a point? No, it's oh, just it's, it's short. Story. It's very short. This girl is pretty. Okay. Okay, I'm reading the lyrics. Oh, this one's speaking to me actually. <laughs> Beautiful voice. Just stunning. It's a very simple song, but it's just so. The white co- it, it covers a lot. It, it covers, covers a lot of bases. <laughs> okay, that's Mercury retrograde. What is Mercury's in retrograde? It's 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 an astrology thing. So yes. Mercury, Mercury what does it mean? Ar- when Mercury is in retrograde, everything is off. Oh, yes. okay, okay. So everything. Okay. So most of the things, if things are going weird in your life, like you look uh, and this is Mercury's in retrograde. Okay, that makes sense. That everything is going alright in my life, but once the season ends, everything's gonna go back to place. Okay, my Mercury must be within retrograde. No, Mercury being retrograde is just general seasonal thing, so it happens for everybody at the same time. But we all can be life can be fucked up for all of us, though. It normally is. When Mercury is retrograde, everything is fucked up. So is Mercury in retrograde right fucking now? I have no clue. I'm not astrologer. Okay, I have a look. Mm-hmm. And the next one is Broken. Uh, Jessie Ryers is honestly, I would pay a thousand dollars to see this woman live, but she never does tours. Not to Australia at least. US? I've never heard of what She's so as underrated. You know Jessie Ryers. You know Figures with Daniel Caesar. You know her. 
Today, I was thinking about what song to play, and yeah. I was playing this playlist. And I was like, "Yes, this is it." Yes. Her voice, she's so talented, so underrated. Encapsulates what we're talking about when yeah. you're chasing the love without doing the healing. So you don't admit that you're broken. So you're blaming everybody else every single time something goes wrong. It's <laughs> but it all just keeps yeah. It all just keeps unraveling every single time. You made me like this. You made me fall yeah. in love with you. You broke me, but really and truly, I was broken to begin with. You were just an experience that I'm blaming everything else on. Up with this song, not breakup, yeah, heartbreak. It's my heartbreak playlist. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how to get this song. Doesn't have lyrics. It's so fucking annoying. But I know the lyrics. Don't you worry. And I'm gonna cry, guys. <laughs> not the tears. We talked about them tears. <laughs> oh, this song. I miss you in the worst way. But I keep remembering when my whole world. Guys, you need to listen to the song. Let me even show you. Don't say I don't do shit for you. <laughs> Hold on. Listen to the lyrics. Because I've been living off the way you react and I'm way too attached to it. Don't look at me and Jade. Oh, can you say that you Oh, my fucking God. Garrett, some white boy in the middle of nowhere. You speaking to a black girl, to a black girl in the middle of fucking nowhere. You, too. Your worlds are so separated. We're all going through it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys who are married, <laughs> See, listen to this. Song. 
Okay, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> My next song is sounding serious. I feel like I should change it. But I was still playing to break the ice. <laughs> Alright, just have to listen to the, to the chorus again. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Every day I'm feeling lighter, thinking you may mm-hmm. come around. Because mm. I've been living off the way you react and the way to attach to it. Don't look at me, I'm jaded. Oh, can you wait? Oh my god. Uh, this song? Okay. Here's my next song. It's a good icebreaker. Have you heard the new the remix for Soweto? What? It's, it's been all over. Yeah, I haven't been all over. With Re- Re- Rama? No, I haven't. Nicole, it, it's actually just been all over. I haven't been all over. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. The way I love this song, you've seen you me know, in the club know. when this song. It doesn't matter. I feel matter. like every DJ knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yes. I, I, I can't just make room for you. Like, let just, me tell you, when this song, when this song comes in and last, last, and and for this last, I don't want to be celebrated. That mm-hmm. song. When those three songs ever end, Pombe, people just <laughs> disperse. Just make room. <laughs> anyway. He did, he did good with this one. He did so fucking good with this one. Wait. This remix, I reckon it's the best Afrobeats remix I've had. Actually, we've got lyrics here. Uh, I can't read any lyrics. I'd love to see you try. Slogodo. Galide basma bololo. Gameka. Oh, I don't know what any of it means there. Mm. Actually, going to Wakanda after this, guys. Catch me at Wakanda tonight. And I go pay for your lace. Okay. Is that Rama? No. This, I believe, is Don Tolliver. I think this is his part. Okay. It gets so much fucking better. Hold on. I'ma hold your waist and watch you whine. Lost with. I want to have sex. Mm. Hey, I need you, nobody else. I used to hear this in the club. Honestly, catch me at Wakanda tonight. I'll be DJing. Okay. Nicole, it gets so much better. Wait. And you paper. Ah, there it is. That's my Rama. Yes, baby. Ah! I know. I already know that's a banger. I don't even think the microphone can hear, but hold on.
feel disrespected. I feel, I feel slapped. That's a violation, Grandma. That is. No, Rama killed that one. Rama came and took it. Wow. He said, "That is so beautiful." Nah, so iPad is doing its thing. Okay. okay. iPad, iPad was enjoying it too much <laughs> and kind of forget forgot its job. That's Soweto with Don Tolliver, Rama, and Tempo. Obviously, Victory. PSA to the fucking DJs of Adelaide. Actually, and Melbourne. We need to hear this music, please. Because I'm in Melbourne. If you're in Melbourne, in Adelaide, we are right. We are. If you don't play this damn song, tell me what kind of DJ you are. Mm. Do better, do better, do better. Anyway, that is beautiful. What a great podcast! We have, we only missed one episode. We can't <laughs> We've missed months before. Like we weren't quite for months. We're back, guys. We're back, guys. Just one episode. I know. And we gave you three episodes worth of content. Honestly, we're good. Yeah, we're I think we redeemed ourselves. Yeah, it was and we've gave you fucking so. Most of you guys haven't even heard this song because <laughs> not you insulting our audience. <sighs> but come to our event, please. Yes, for the girlies. Yeah. Um, Mandem, have you on Mandem, the event, man? We'll, 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 no, we'll organize something for you. It's it's fine. Okay. We're inclusive over here. Yeah. Just to drive the narrative that we actually don't hate y'all, we just cannot stand, stand you. <laughs> yeah, this is not a man hating podcast. It's not a man hating podcast. It's just a man sit down podcast. Yeah, we can't stand just men. Really truly. So we sit down men. We, we need don't. to have a male guest. That's what we need to do. They'll be slaughtered. They will leave. Yeah, but that's what needs to happen. First of all, to show that we do. We're inclusive. Yeah, we're inclusive. <laughs> And also to just show that we're not, we don't hate men. Like, let them sabotage themselves. Yeah, and they always will. We should let's have a male, male guest. don't know who it's going to be, but anyway. Anyway, guys, as always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening and tuning uh, tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Organized Chaos. Please don't forget to, A, follow us on Instagram. Twitter, we've got TikTok now too. We're er- we everywhere, boo. Yeah, send us mail. Yes, send us mail. Send us engage with us. Really love to hear what you guys think. Um, really, just anything about y'all. We want to yeah. know about our audience. We want to know who's listening. I think sometimes we forget people actually listen. To the yeah, that we always forget people. And I think it catches us by surprise every single yeah. time. So, but then again, thank you so much, guys. It's been your girl Nicole and your mama Sita and Liliana. Ciao.